consistency. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church. You have reached the youth edition of our podcast called Ignite, and we are um, excited that you've joined us today, whether you are a young person yourself or a volunteer or um, a parent or just someone looking to connect and um, listen to a great podcast. We're glad that you're here. My name is Julie Adams. I'm joined by Pastor Wes Hillis, our youth pastor. Hi. Welcome. Hi, yeah. I'm excited to um, kind of do this uh, little two-part series kind of on yeah um consistency but also on focus so i'm excited to kind of jump in first we're gonna jump in uh with consistency but yeah just welcome and excited to be able to do more of this i love doing podcasts yeah yeah it is fun actually um i don't know if you knew this but when i took over the job as media and communications director and even it was probably a couple years ago anyway when they first said okay so now one of your roles will be the podcast i was like I dreaded it. I did not want to do it. Hmm. And it's turned into one of the most favorite things I do, actually. So it's funny how... uh, It's funny how that works. God changes your mind about things sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that is is for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So what are you going to tell us about consistency today? So first off, I think everyone knows this somewhat. Mm -hmm. Consistency is crucial. Yeah. It affects, you know our everyday life and you know many things that um we may not even think about um it affects all of that all of our consistent things that we don't even realize um Mm -hmm. human beings are very um habitual creatures we do things out of habit and um doing things consistency even though you know we're habitual creatures um it's still very difficult it's still very hard and uh that's why we're going to kind of focus on that and talk about that today um it's the same idea you know um it can get confusing and frustrating when things are not consistent. Like let's say work or yes. school or things are consistent. Things it, just keep getting dropped on you. It throws you off when things don't go as you're anticipating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you think you're getting one thing and then you get something completely different. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, let's say if you get like, let's say you order food. Yep. You order, I'm using burritos. I love burritos. Yeah. Great. You order a regular burrito. Like you got rice, you got the beans, you got the, the meat, the lettuce. Yep. Pico de gallo. Like you just throw all mm, that in there. You're making me hungry. <laughs> and what you didn't know is that they threw in like super hot sauce in that. Ah. And you start eating and you're like, hmm, this is great. But whoa, Ooh, it, yeah. it can completely change the whole meal and make you not really enjoy it. Yeah. And the same thing is about life. Life is like a burrito. <laughs> Wow, we're really going deep here today, guys. Life is like a burrito. You know, you expect one thing, but sometimes you will get something else. Yeah. You expect certain flavors to mix, but it doesn't always. Nope, that's true. And, you know, similar in life, um, that's why consistency is key. You know, I'm going to be lame because whenever I go to a burrito place, I get the exact same thing because that's, yeah. that's what I know I like. There's many yeah. people who go to fast food places who do that. They know exactly what they like. Yeah. That's how they want it and that's how it's meant to be. It's a known quantity. You know what you're going to get and you it's like, like that. It's um, like when Tim Hortons changed their coffee, a lot oh, of people yeah. were upset about this because it was yep. like this changes changes everything. Yep. So much of people's lives were impacted but just by that little flavor difference. Yep. And <laughs> it's crazy. Um so I have a question for you. Okay. We're going to stay on the coffee kind of topic. Do yeah. you prefer Starbucks or Tim Hortons? <sighs> oh, that's not an easy question. Here's the thing. Like, 
just like straight up coffee or straight like, up coffee. Yeah, I might say Starbucks. Starbucks? Yeah. I think bit. they're a little snootier coffee. Well, I don't I think so, but it tastes better. It does taste better. No, I'm I'm not the biggest I'm not a coffee drinker, so okay. I get like a nice cap or a frappuccino. Tim Hortons is way too unreliable. It's not consistent enough. I would agree with you on that. It's not consistent enough. Whereas Starbucks, I know exactly what I'm getting. Yes. And um no, I would say like in high school, I was team Tim Hortons all the way. Yeah. There was not oh, yeah, a doubt sure. in my mind. Well, you also had like a <laughs> minimum wage job, so you probably couldn't afford Starbucks. That's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. But I used to go to, you know, around my high school, there's Tim Hortons right around the corner. So yeah. everyone would go and get, you know, yeah. go grab Tim Hortons. The biggest thing in high school was actually, it wasn't Tim Hortons Starbucks. It was Tim Hortons or McDonald's. Oh, yes. That was huge. Yes, People like for sure. five, 10 years ago. Starbucks isn't even in the equation. Like no, it was it just was Tim Hortons or McDonald's. And I was heavy Tim Hortons because, you know, I like the ice caps. Yeah. And they brought in sandwich, like different sandwiches. Oh, man. Like, it was great. <laughs> Sorry, I'm <laughs> focusing too much on food. I'm way too hungry after this. Um, let's get back to consistency. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the dictionary actually defines consistency as this. Steadfast adherence to the same principles, course, or form, and et cetera. The condition of cohering or holding together and retaining form, solidarity, or firmness. So when we read that, you know, steadfast principles, um, course, you know, holding together, firmness. These are all words that are used throughout scripture to describe our faith. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they conduct as believers. Um, you know, they, it really puts out there, you know, to hold steadfast to one's faith, to hold tight to that, to, you know, stay on the course to even when the waves, you know, are thrashing you to stay on the course, you know, yeah. the idea of a ship in the water. First um, Corinthians fifteen fifty eight says, therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the Lord's work, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. You know, it's telling them that even when things get rough and there's doubt. Yeah. That's something the scripture passage says is you, there, there will be doubt. Yeah. And I think, you know, being a pastor and working in ministry, there's still that doubt because sometimes you're doing work and you, you are not seeing any fruits of the labor. Oh, you're not seeing anything. It's frustrating. It's super frustrating because you're like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. It's hard to keep consistent when you don't see, see the progress. Yeah. And so often as human beings, we go, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? Yeah. And it gets to the point where like, well, God, why are you not making this difference? Yeah. And what's, what's untrue is that God is working and the mm. stuff we're doing most of the time is working because <laughs> I think that, you know, we can make, we do make mistakes in that, but I think that in our consistency to keep going, to keep pursuing, to keep pushing those boundaries of faith to keep, you know, mm-hmm. in youth ministry, I want to, I want to build, I want to build up youth faith. I want them, their faith to become their own. Yes. So something oh, yeah. like last, um, our first week of youth, first week back, we talked about, you know, why why should I believe? It was a podcast series that we actually did previous, and you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm, yeah. it's, it's a little long, but it's fine. It's uh, great. <laughs> but we talked about creation. Yes. And we focused on, you know, what is creation? Did God really create everything? And we focused on that. And the conversations we had with the youth were amazing. Yep. You know, being able to actually Good. talk through with them about what do they actually think. And I left a lot of things hanging. I want them to be able to go and discover their own faith, to go consistently 
look at that challenge me go go discover it for yourself i think it has to start consistently like that though yes if we're able Mm -hmm. to you know push people to do that i think it makes a huge difference and just like it says in first corinthians 15 58 um to be steadfast and immovable Mm -hmm. doubt will creep in no matter what and it'll push you and push you and push you but to be steadfast and immovable in your faith, to say, no, I, mm-hmm. I know God is working in this. I know, I know it is. I know this is what is happening. I, I often think too, when like hard times come up and stuff like that, and it is so tempting to have those thoughts of, you know, why did God let this happen to me? Yeah. Why am I going through this? But like, there was never, there's never a promise of no hard times. No. In fact, Jesus promises us the opposite you will go through troubles. We will go through troubles. You will have hard times. Like, you will, but I'm your rock. Be consistent with me. Stick with me. That was sort of the... There's there's something I think of, and it's, um, you know, Jesus came not for the health. He came for the sick. Yeah. Like, like you've heard that before. You've heard that before. A physician doesn't need a doctor. It's the sick that need a doctor, not the healthy. Yes. And Mm -hmm. we also, I think it's emphasized in that. Yeah. That... Um, you know, the devil, the enemy mm-hmm. play more with Christians than they do with others. Yeah. You look at, um, and compared to this, you look at athletes, look at athletes. Yep. The star ones, the ones that are up there the most, the they are getting criticized the most. Mm. They are getting criticized. They are getting pushed. They're getting, you know, people hating on them, people, everything. Well, it's because they're they're up there it's because they're they're doing something different it's because they're living this different life it's because this is happening differently for them and i think you know if we if we look at that in the christian perspective i would say life gets harder Mm -hmm. becoming a christian that's that's a fact i think because you're living differently but you have to follow that up with it also gets easier it does get easier because you have (laughs) you have this relationship with god that you didn't have before you know what? Here's the thing. I I think life is hard whether or not you're a Christian. Absolutely. It's just pick your heart, right? Like do you mm-hmm. want to do you want it to be hard and have a soft spot to land and support and, you know, um all of the wonderful promises that Jesus makes us yeah. or do you want to do the hard without all of those wonderful things? Yeah, it's it it yeah, I think you're absolutely right in that. And I think that, um, you know, to be steadfast in your faith, mm-hmm. to be immovable, to let Jesus be your comfort in that, that when life gets hard, when there are doubts, when you feel like you are being pushed so far back yeah, to rely on God in those moments, to be like, no, be like a tree planted in water. Mm-hmm. And um, even though the waves and it's hitting it constantly, it stays it's steadfast. It keeps going. Mm-hmm. Psalm 119 verse 15 says, I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. So it's kind of saying like to, I find that one is kind of saying, you know, to keep your eyes on God, to Mm -hmm. really keep your eyes on God because it's easy to keep your eyes on God. Oh, what's that over there? Yes. Yeah, we get distracted. We like shiny things. Yeah. We like like shiny things. Squirrel. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We, um, we're dog, Carrie and I are dog sitting right now, and oh, it's nice. a bigger dog, 
and we know if there's a squirrel or something and we're walking he's kind of gone yep <laughs> and i find it so interesting that humans are very similar in that way where you know we're thinking about one thing we're thinking about one thing and all of a sudden oh what's that over there yeah <laughs> and it happens so often that's so why i think psalm 118 119 verse 15 gives us a really um practical mm-hmm. concept to fix our eyes on the ways of jesus yeah fix our eyes on the way of the lord and I think that's that's really impactful and can really bring that kind of consistency that we're talking about to one's life. So Acts Acts twenty verse twenty four says, "But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself, if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel and the grace of God." So sometimes when you talk about consistency, here's here's a mental image that I have okay. as we're going on. Like if you think if you like are walking down a dirt road or like uh, walking okay. if you're walking the same path every day yeah eventually you'll wear a groove in it yep and it's easier to stay on the path if you've worn a groove into it that's very true and yeah so my this is where my mind is going when you're talking about consistency is to wear a groove in the pattern that you want to keep on keep on so as you're going through life turn back to scripture but you have to practice that over oh, yeah. and over it takes a lot and over again it also makes me think of like um so as you know i used to work as a dental hygienist and i have people come in and you know oh, are you flossing regularly and they go yeah well i did this morning and their gums are like all bleeding and they've got cavities and stuff and they're like well flossing this morning really doesn't like, great that you did it once but like you have to do it every day if you want to see the benefit of it you can't just do something once and expect there to be a magical your magical good. solution right it has to be like you said consistent there's so many examples like that in our life of if you do mm-hmm. the same thing over and over again and build those good patterns and those good um habits that you'll see the desired results yeah i think kind of what your thing matches what we're going to talk about next and it's um specifically in the life of 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 a believer consistency is vital because it means a person um you know has something to rely on mm-hmm. it means like you said a groove you know that you drop back on scripture that when things get rough then you go back to that yeah we consistency in our lives and i don't i don't mean consistency to the point where it's meaningless i mean consistency to the point where it makes an impact Yes. Because um, there's two very different things. Cause well, you, you mean, don't mean like don't be on autopilot. Don't where, be on autopilot. Yeah. I think um, that's something important that we need to say is that in our consistency to be not absent-minded in it. Because mm-hmm. it's, so, it's very easy to do. You yep. know, people get up, they read their Bible for 10 minutes and go. Have you ever driven somewhere and been like, oh, I don't I have no remember idea where I went. the drive. No, no, I don't remember oh, yeah. it at all because you've driven that same it's route. It's terrifying. It, it is a little scary. <laughs> it's a little terrifying. Yeah. But it, we can do that with so many other things, you know. Yep. We can do that with reading our Bible. We can do that in our prayer. Mm-hmm. We can do it in many things. And those things where we're meant to connect us with God start to be a little less meaningful. Yeah. So I think it's really important that we need to be consistent with our words and our actions, but also with our thoughts. Yeah. that That's hard. It's very difficult. That one is hard because... I find that one harder to see a result in sometimes, myself as well. Sometimes the most important truths, the most important things 
take a longer time. Yeah. They can take a longer time. And being as simple as that sounds, and it, it's a simple thing, but sometimes the most important truths are. Mm-hmm. Um, if right. anyone can tell me where that quote is from, I'll be very impressed. <laughs> anyone Please can tell email me. Pastor Wes <laughs> with the author of that quote, and he'll buy you a coffee. Tim Hortons or Starbucks. Actually, I will. I actually will. If someone okay. can get that to me, I will. Wes at WayneFleetBIC.com <laughs> or text him if you're a youth and you have his cell phone number, um, which I don't have memorized, but... Uh, Please do. Please tell Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, um, consistency, like I was saying, consistency in our character has many implications. Mm-hmm. Many, many impl- impl- implications. And we're going to look at John the Baptist um, and kind of what he has to say about, you know, um, consistency. So this is Matthew, uh, Matthew 3, verse 7 to 10, and it reads, When he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, broad of vipers who warned you to flee from the coming wrath therefore produce fruit consistent with repentance and don't presume to say to yourselves we have abraham as our father for i tell you that god is able to raise up children for abraham from these stones the axe is already at the root of the trees therefore every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire that's intense it's a very intense verse so why did he say all of this to the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. Well, something that was common in the Pharisees, they lack consistency in their character. Yeah. Look at, you can look at the uh, actions of the Pharisees throughout all of you know, the New Testament. Their outward obedience and appearance said one thing, but their hearts were so far away from God. Yeah. They were more focused on the law than they were, the, were God. Yeah, they wanted to tick the boxes. Exactly. Not have the relationship. Something mm-hmm. I find very true, and this is this this is this goes into all aspects of faith. Is putting God in a box. Yeah. The Pharisees put God in a box. Yeah. And they said, All right, this is how he works, this is how it is, this is how we like it. Yeah. And we're gonna go with that. But you know, I think sometimes as humans, I know I like to know we like what the expectation is. Like if I'm going somewhere, I wanna know how I should dress so that I I know the the etiquette or the, you know, the, I want to know what to expect. I want to know how I should behave, how I should, you know, I, I want to know the, I I want the, I do kind of a little bit like some of the, the rules or some parameters. I get that. Absolutely. I get that. (laughs) I do. But I think when we put God in a box in that way, I know it really limits God. And I know people might be saying, well, human beings can't limit God. But we can limit God to ourselves. Mm-hmm. We can limit God in our worldview and make him fit the box that we want to fit. Consistency is huge in that. Mm-hmm. If you're putting God only so high and saying, well, God God can only do this because I'm doing this. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Trust me, God can do incredible and amazing things. Just go listen to the Why Should I Believe podcast when we talked about it. Yep. It's mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing. And, you know, John the Baptist says this, you know, for I tell you that God is able to raise up children from Abraham from these stones. From stones. People were created out of dust. Yeah. So I, when people say God can only do so much, I look at them and I say, you You don't even know the half of it. Don't even know the half of it because he can do some incredible, incredible things. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that brings home the point, um, consistency is important. 
it's mm-hmm. something that as I feel like when people have consistency, you know, you almost earn your respect a little more. Yeah. Like a little bit easier to trust when you know that person, that person is going to, is committed to doing things. Yes. Um, Dependable. And, mm. you know, I want to explore how this applies to both you and me and, and our listeners. And would you agree that our world is very chaotic? Uh, yeah. A little bit. Probably it's, it is. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of inconsistencies and people are confused. They're frustrated. They're overwhelmed. Um, you know, someone on social media tells you to do one thing. The news tells you to do the other thing. And your parents tell you, mm, go do this thing. Yeah. As a teenager, I'm, I'm happy I'm not a teenager in this day and age. Yeah, me too. It's so difficult. It's yeah. so hard. It's because there's so many voices telling them to do so many different things. Mm-hmm. And I think that we need to break that. Um, we need to break that. We need to put those noise canceling AirPods in. Oh yeah, I love mine. And say, where's my consistency? Mm-hmm. And I'm challenging our listeners. And I want to challenge them to say, where is your consistency? To say, is there a place where we can build that consistency? Mm-hmm. Is there a place where we can build that consistency with God? Yeah. To say, all right, I'm going to spend five, ten minutes per day yep. in prayer or in scripture or in some way communicating with God because that makes a huge difference. Oh, yeah. And maybe start... Well, you can't have a relationship with someone that you only talk to once a week. That's not much of a relationship. (laughs) But what I'm I'm saying is in the consistency to not just go once a week, like you were saying, but maybe three times a week, maybe maybe four times, maybe every day. Yeah. Just at some point in the day, just stop and pause. I Mm -hmm. think that's something huge is to pause. Yes. And to really say, okay, God, let's focus it <laughs> yeah let's do this and we can use that language and be like okay god let's let's do this now god is someone who cares and loves us and i, f- I think we forget that god understands mm-hmm. our emotions i think we also sometimes think that god is someone that has no humor or no no emotions sometimes that god's just god he's just this you know yeah. I like how I said, you know, but we, they yeah, can't yeah. see us. Um, <laughs> but right, what I'm trying to say is, you know, he just has this blank expression. There's no real emotion there. But yeah. no, no, he is full of these emotions. He is, you know, he's compassionate. He has humor. He's smart. Yeah. He's loving. Loving. And I think that God understands it and be like kind of with us in our language to say, all right, let's do this now. Yeah, let's do it. All right. You want to do this now? Let's do it now and go into that. And, mm-hmm. you know, God gave us the ability to have free choice. And I think that's really important to remember is mm-hmm. that it's our free will that allows us to be able to have that consistency, to choose that consistency. Um, and I think there's something that we need to remember in all of our consistency is who is always consistent. We're not always consistent. We're not always consistent, but God is always yes. consistent. Mm-hmm. He's always faithful. He was always there. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yep. And I think that this is an amazing truth that we have, that God is someone who is there always. Malachi 3, 6 tells us that the Lord does not change. First mm-hmm. Samuel 50, 29 tells us that God does not lie or change his mind because he is not human. God will never change his mind about how much he loves us. Like, no. no matter what. Psalm 102 verse 27 tells us that, tells us the Lord's year will never come to an end 
which means he remains forever. He will always be there for us. Mm-hmm. My favorite verse is James 1, 17. Um, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming mm. down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like the shifting shadows. Mm. That's my favorite verse. That's very interesting. Yeah. Wow. And I think that um, if you go right to the beginning of the Bible, Genesis mm-hmm. 1, 27, tells us that we're made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. God is consistent, and therefore our original design was intended for consistency. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this kind of goes into, you know, going through a tough time and going through hard things. You know, I really hope everyone who's listening, you know, you have that close friend or family member who's able to be there for you and to walk you through it. But I think there's also that consistency of turning to God that we need to have as well. Yeah. God is someone who loves us and has compassion to us. And some of the best things about it is that it doesn't matter what it is. Mm -hmm. His arms are open. He's ready to embrace always. And I think that's just so, so important. Mm -hmm. In the same way that we can feel lost, that we can feel like things are consistent enough, that we are losing things, um, I think it's important to remember that God is someone who is always consistent. Yeah. That God is someone who is there and is amazing and will love us and will show that compassion to us always. Yeah. So I want to remind us that even in our um, consistency, when it gets hard, when there's doubts, to be steadfast, Mm -hmm. to be immovable like a tree planted in water, that we do not get uprooted, but rather that we stay consistent in our faith and stay consistent in our love towards God. And it's going to get hard. But I I hope and my prayer is that we can all be have a shot to be able to do this. Yeah. To even try just that little bit, to let that door be open just that little bit. Because as soon as you open that door, even a crack to God, he just pushes that through. Yeah. He just pushes that through in an amazing and loving way. So yeah, consistency. <laughs> consistency is key. Consistency <laughs> is key. It's crucial. And uh, yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Pastor Wes. Um, If you'd like to get in touch with Wes to explore this anymore, if you've got any questions um, or want to chat, you can reach him at Wes at WayneFleetBIC.com. If you have any feedback for me or podcast suggestions, I'd love to hear from you as well. And my email address is Julie at WayneFleetBIC.com. So thanks for tuning in, um, and we look forward to connecting with you again soon. Have a great day. Bye.